I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to part two of the wrestling special of the Dream Factory. Uh, we are joined by the wonderful Luke Owen. How are you doing? Very well, thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm I'm very well actually. It's good to catch up because we actually recorded these six months apart. <laughs> <laughs> A lot's changed. So much has changed. So much Your has changed. Your beard is magnificent. My yeah. beard's magnificent. Yours is gone. Um, and John. You're dressed the same, Joel, and I'm worried that you yeah, didn't change. Don't bring it up. I haven't actually left the building. <laughs> it's actually been a really tough six months for me. Hence <laughs> the beard. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, looking a bit like Tom Hanks in that movie, Forrest Gump. Hey. <laughs> the Polar Express. Um, uh, that's a lot like a gag we did in part one. Yeah, yeah. yeah six so, months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Things haven't moved on. Things have not moved on. On the Tom Hanks thing, I saw an amazing tweet the other day that said that his uh, nine-year-old had ruined Toy Story forever when she said... If you think about it, if one of them died, Andy wouldn't know because he would just be playing with them. He would just be playing with their corpse. That's really horrific. Yeah. <laughs> when the other toys are just like just a tear rolling down their eye. Yeah, because they're just they, watching yeah. him yeah. Like, just raggle around this corpse of their friend. I don't think toys die in the same way as people That's the sweetest do. thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, are those toys immortal? So Andy would die. Yeah, no, they're not. Well, I don't think they're immortal because they nearly got burned in that incinerator. I think much like vampires or werewolves, there's very specific rules on how you kill toys. <laughs> yeah, and incineration is one of the oh, ways okay, you kill a right. toy. Man, I was lucky. Yeah. I was lucky then they fell. Well, very unlucky that they fell into that role. Yeah, one of the few ways we can actually die. <laughs> That's why they're all holding hands. Like, can't believe it ended this yeah. way. <laughs> of all the ways it could have ended, which was one. I can't yeah. believe it was this one. <laughs> We've ended up in an incinerator. <laughs> Would an incinerator kill you, John? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. What about you, Joe? Nah. <laughs> Superpowers. Yeah. Um, there's actually only one way I can die. I'm not going to reveal it. <laughs> because it's really embarrassing. <laughs> that's like a really... Sitting in the shower, right? That's a... <laughs> Should we pitch some wrestling movies? Yeah, go on. Too Scotty, Too Hotty. That one's from David. So you are a wrestling fan around the uh, 2000s Mate. era. Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sexy is exactly where I want to be when I'm talking about <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> That's like my go-to wrestling duo. Yeah, absolutely. Too cool. Frog Splash? 
That's one of their moves, isn't it? The, the hip hop drop. Hip hop drop. <laughs> Who did, did someone do something called Frog Splash? Yeah, he did the worm. The worm. Is he, there, has there ever been a wrestling move called Frog Splash? Yes, there has, yeah. Eddie Guerrero used to use it. Oh, and okay. uh, Rob Van Dam used to do the five star Frog Splash. Wow. Um, <laughs> my favourite two cool uh, wrestling anecdotes in terms of what they did. You want to hear about Wacky Worlds of Wrestling, right? Yes. So there was a wrestler called Al Snow who was a bit deranged and he used to talk to a mannequin head that he just oh, called no. Head. Yep. And he was in a tag match once when Too Cool were heels and they were called Too Much. And <laughs> they were in a tag team match. It was Too Much versus Al Snow and Head. Amazing. Yep. And during the match, Al Snow tagged in Head. <laughs> and, and they lost. And then started like beating them up with Head. But Too Much won because they brought in a bottle of Head and Shoulders and put it underneath the mannequin head and pinned that to the ground because his shoulders because in order to pin um, someone their shoulders have to be against the mat amazing so, not just sexy they were very smart <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that the twist was he tagged in the head and, I don't know some sort of amazing CGI means that the head just like our <laughs> body just comes out of it and the best wrestler ever I mean they, they had that opportunity when Shawn Michaels tagged with God to take on Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon but they didn't, they didn't do anything with that oh. tagged with God he literally tagged with God what? Did was, he ever tag it, God in at any point? No, but that's what it was billed uh, as. It was the McMahons versus Shawn Michaels and God. Because wow. if he had tagged this, in this God, and Vince McMahon just <laughs> fell to the ground. <laughs> that was on pay-per-view. Amazing. Wrestling's a funny old world. <laughs> that is great. And that, I mean, they must have thought, where do we go from here now? <laughs> We've really gone in. <laughs> We've gone big. My limited wrestling knowledge means that I do know that for a little while uh, they were a trio, were they not, with Rikishi? They were, yes. What, God, Rikishi, and... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Scott Just around the territory, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Scott, yeah, they were too cool, and there was the three of them. They used to do a dance at the end of it. Um, and then Rikishi got entered into the Hall of Fame and didn't mention them, and everyone thought it was a bit weird. Mm, what what does he know about them? That's it. What, what's dirty secrets does he know? I, I I can't imagine that a man called Grandmaster Sexy has any dirty secrets. <laughs> <laughs> he also released a rap album. Going back to the first episode. Yeah, yeah that makes first, more sense. Because yeah. his dad was um, Jerry Lawler, uh, the wrestling commentator, Jerry Lawler. Right. The king. The king. The king. Oh, and, good, well done. Uh, and Jerry Lawler features on the album, on the song <laughs> Puppies. <which is laughs> Grandmaster Sexy singing the song about breasts. Well, and how much he enjoys them. How much does he enjoy them? A lot, because <laughs> they've got pink little noses, and he really likes those. No! That's generally one of the lyrics. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> Sing about what you love, I guess. <laughs> yeah, write what you know. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to turn this into a um, drag racing film? Oh, of course, back to the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, so, so you need Scotty and Grandmaster, obviously, yeah. as like the... Um, they're like your Vin Diesel and... Um, what's your, your man? What was it called? Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah. So they're like your two leads. And maybe Rikishi, because he's related to The Rock, he could be... Take on the Rikishi's Rock. related to The Rock? Yeah, it's like they're one big like Samoan dynasty. You um, can't drop that look like, like as if that's common yeah. knowledge. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's related to The Rock. So is, Ro- so is Roman Reigns, the uh, the guy who's on TV at the moment. Oh yeah, I know about Roman Reigns. Yeah. So yes, yeah, like all like technically the the gimmick within wrestling or the joke within wrestling is that every Samoan wrestler is related um, because there's two big Samoan dynasties that right, have okay. just got together at the top and then just created lots of offsprings. There's lots of cousins right. uh, apart from Samoa Joe, who's the uh, and that's where he's always, that's big. His big claim to fame is I'm the only Samoan wrestler not related <laughs> to any of the other Samoan wrestlers. That's his thing. Yeah. I thought he was going to say to anyone in summer. <laughs> Probably quite possibly true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think that it's going to Hardy and Grandma Sex A, you're Vin Diesel and Paul Walker I'm and Rikishi is the, is the rock within this scenario. I haven't watched the Fast and Furious in a while. Are they now like 
supercharged heist movies. Yes, they're now superhero movies, essentially. Like, they've stopped being about drag racing. Yeah. Uh, and more just about... Is that because of RuPaul sort of dominating that, <laughs> yeah, that market? Yeah, like, Vin Diesel was furious. Yeah. Like, when, when it came on TV and started being popular, I was like, we need believe to, it. Yeah, how are we going to take this now? What's really annoying... I didn't annoying, see it coming. They don't know about um, RuPaul's great big heist movie that's coming out next <laughs> year. <laughs> they're going to be... Oh, they, oh. I'll tell you what, they're going to be a little bit furious about that. Hey! Yeah. What's the... Uh, What's the what's the word that The Rock called someone from one of the Fast and Furious sets? Do you remember this? Oh, oh I know, yeah. yes, I know what you mean now. It was uh, Vin Diesel. That he was um, he was because he had a, he had, a, he had beef well. with him. I mean, he always used to call people jabronis. He did call people jabronis. Yeah, Grandmaster Sex Eight. One of the songs on his rap album was called Jabroni. It's just people he doesn't like, and he just like he's a Ric Flair. He ain't got a pair, jabroni. <laughs> this sounds great. Is it? <laughs> is this on Spotify? Probably. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> On the subject of uh, wrestling musicians, I just remembered that The Rock did a song, didn't he? It doesn't matter! Yeah, with Wyclef Jean. Yeah, with Wyclef Jean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got 50 Bentleys in the West Indies or something. It doesn't matter. Always thought that was weird, because the West Indies isn't really big. Yeah. And uh, they don't manufacture Bentleys there, so he's taken 50 Bentleys to the small islands of the West Indies. What's he going to do with them? What is he doing with all those Bentleys? Really, I'd love to know. (laughs) It doesn't matter. If If you ever get the opportunity (laughs) to interview The Rock or Wyclef Jean, less likely, (laughs) less likely... Um, can you just say what were you doing with all those with Bentley, yeah. I mean I know it doesn't matter but like what, what are you going to do with them <laughs> if he said it doesn't matter I'd <laughs> yeah. be like fair play what were the other lyrics to that song I feel like I actually oh, I got 50 Bentley's in the West Indies it doesn't matter I got a pocket full of cheese and a garden full of trees, trees. yeah that's, <laughs> that's good. good yeah, yeah. Um, for those uh, who are screaming down the, at their podcasting device the, the word he used was candy ass <laughs> oh even better that's another good rockism to whip your candy ass. Do you know? What, do you know what he was cooking? Uh, no, never uh, revealed it. Never really revealed. Well, I'm guessing it was probably Poontang Pie because he was obsessed with <laughs> pie, and he had, also had a song uh, called Pie, and it was about how much he liked pie. No, you, no, no, seriously, it's on a WWF album. I think Volume Three, the music, and it has. <laughs> and it has the Rock doing a single called Pie. Yeah, uh, and he sings about. Pies. I mean, it's, he's not saying it's you know women's lady yeah, parts. He's yeah, just yeah, saying that yeah. he likes eating pies, lots of different kinds of them. It's aged poorly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of this is aging when, badly. When you sign up to be a wrestler in WWE, <laughs> do you have to do everything they tell you to? <laughs> is he taken to a record studio and they're like, "Well, look, I know you signed up to be a wrestler, but today you're doing a weird song full of double entendres about pies." Yep, I and mean, you just got to do it. Um, that r- suggestion was from David, by the way. Cheers, David. Um, what about this one from Mike? The Royal Rumble. Every current ruling monarch is in the. Right, you know where this is going. Yeah, good, good. Who are the ruling monarchs anymore? Well, this is the only problem I only really know the British one of them stood down pretty famously recently there was an application wasn't there was it in like Denmark oh, or Holland like, or something I, I mean I'm in, the, I'm in the wrestling world like we okay, but if it doesn't happen inside a, a squared circle I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Queen's you know numero uno yeah. she's the world's number one monarch yeah top monarch I'd say so yeah. Yeah. she's like the Lionel Messi of monarchs yeah <laughs> good very good another little callback to part one <laughs> months ago. if the, this royal family were to get into a royal rumble Oh, Who'd okay, I'm into that. I, yeah. can, I can speculate on that more than kind of guessing at Nordic kings and queens. Yeah. yeah, and I think Prince Charles is a massive wrestling fan. No. I think so, because he used to go to the Royal Albert Hall to watch all the wrestling back That's in brilliant. the day. Because they've really got the cool. Royal Box at the Royal Albert Hall, so yeah. he used to go there and watch all of the uh, the wrestling. Big Daddy Haystacks yeah. and those guys. Yeah, so close. Yeah, Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. Oh, no. Oh. Don't you remember Big Daddy Haystacks? <laughs> 
was that was hybrid. his gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was his gimmick. They merged together into one. The the obvious thing is to say like Harry is your, your most naturally physically strong looking member. Yeah, but but all I'm saying is there might be some nefarious actions where the referee is distracted, and this feels like a classic wrestling kind of gimmick. The Queen whips out the scepter. Oh, yeah. just taking them down when the referee's not like looking. It. If like you it. were crowned king of the ring, you did get given a crown and a scepter. So that's you know that that's that's wrestling standard. There we go. You'd be fine. They've probably got loads of them, like you know, in the storage units. Just you know, and bring those out. What are the wrestling or the Buckingham Palace? <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine both. Yeah, there are um, a lot of rooms at Buckingham Palace. One of them surely is a wrestling the room. room. Yeah. <laughs> a wrestling room, and it's yeah. just Prince Charles just sitting in a corner, just wishing things were. It's different. just Prince Charles bouncing off the rope, <laughs> yeah. side to side. What I'm saying is, I think the Queen would win it. Yeah, fine. Yeah, she'd use nefarious ways. Sorted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What fun. if, like, the storyline was? That this was going to determine who was next in line for the throne. Oh, I mean, brilliant! And then the queen wins it. It's like, ha ha ha! It's yes, always me. It's always me. Um, even though Prince Charles, because he's obviously desperately king, yeah. has been on like a six-month bodybuilding regime. <laughs> huge, yeah. Yeah. huge, absolutely. And ripped. he gets a musical number, which we just lift from the Lion King. It's like I just can't wait to be king. Oh, oh nice. very good. Yeah, but he'd come out to the, that song from. <laughs> <laughs> he's like fucking massive. Yeah. He's skipping oh, down. <laughs> Woodwatch. Yeah, 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 please. Uh, would watch it on pay-per-view. <laughs> um, there's not even, you know, God's not even there, so that is good. Right, let's have another one from me. Mad Max, Fury Rhodes. Yes, so uh, the famous Rhodes family, Dusty Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, and uh, actually, and this ties in nicely, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold Dust. Oh, now, i tell you why that ties in nicely. I warned Luke that before this recording, I had some questions about a little wrestler <laughs> named Gold Dust. So there is a fan of WrestleTalk called Dan, mm-hmm. called the real Dan's Dan. Yeah. He loves Gold Dust. It's yeah. his favourite wrestler of all time. So the background to this is, um, my wrestling knowledge, you, you might not pick up on this, but it's pretty limited. Um, mate of mine's really into it. Whenever we go to his house, we play the wrestling video game. Yeah. So they, they when I play with like four of us play, right? We'll do like, you know, like your, your TLC matches, mm-hmm. which isn't what I thought it was going to be. No, there's no chasing no scrubs. Yeah, no, there was no, there wasn't a single scrub. <laughs> well, I actually, that would be a TLC. Ball. If it's full of scrubs, then it would be a TLC match. Oh, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, multiple negation though. Did they want a scrub? I don't want no scrubs. So they want some scrubs. They want there's an amount of scrubs. <laughs> what is the perfect amount of scrubs? TLC. Um, Maybe the rest of the song would let us know. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll play like a four way match, and they'll pick the big guys. You know these? Do you play the game? Poorly, yes. They rate people out of 100, right, John? Yeah. And they're picking the wrestlers that are like 95 plus. Hmm. And you've got like all the old guys on there. The Rock, like 2001, 2005 is on there. He's like 98 or whatever. And they're all picking the big guys for a close bout. Mm-hmm. I can't scroll beyond this guy, Girl Dust, right? And I'll tell you why. He's in a gimp suit. <laughs> He's head to toe in a black gimp suit. Black and gold. A black and gold gimp suit, Hence yeah. Hence Gold Dust. Hence mm-hmm. Gold Dust. What's going on there? So, and how long has he been doing that for? Since the early or mid nineties. Um, he's forty nine years old. Yeah, he's yeah he's and he still has to go out and wear that. Yeah, has he got kids? Uh, yeah, what I do they think so? Yeah, what do they think of it? If your like... dad was <laughs> oh. his job, yeah. was dressing up in a head. You're, you're about to reveal something here, aren't you? <laughs> it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> was dressed head to toe in black latex. Yeah. Gold, black and gold. Yeah, oh, all right, yeah, black and gold latex. <laughs> the reason he's gold is because he, ties in nicely to this podcast, is obsessed with movies. That was his character. He was a an Oscar. He was meant to be dressed like... What, just down the years it's rubbed off? <laughs> <laughs> and then he 
so he did lots of movie parodies. All of his promos contained movie quotes. He had a match at WrestleMania called the uh, the Hollywood Backlot Brawl with Roddy Piper, actor, what? and they they did a version of the O.J. Simpson car chase down like the motorway well whatever the motorway is the highway yeah they did all of this and then it ended back at the arena and they had another fight wow so weird that is mad <laughs> but, then, <laughs> that is, but then the gimmick changed a bit and he became a bit more perverted because he he shattered productions shattered dreams productions that's his thing right and um his finishing moves that he used to like put you in the corner put your legs up on either rope go to the other side and then run at you and kick you in the nards and mm. that was called the shattered dreams and that was I'll his say. finisher. Yeah, um, yeah. He went through a period where he used to, like you say, gimp suits. Mm. Like I mean, it's just latex. He did also wear gimp suits. Um, then he was became the artist formerly known as Goldust, and he became a Prince parody. What were you saying? Um, what were you saying earlier about wrestling aging really badly? <laughs> just remind me. The nineties in particular ages very poorly. <laughs> oh man, I want to go back and watch some of this. Anyway, <laughs> if you've never heard of Goldust, give him a Google. Next time you play in a WWE game. Think about playing as him. <laughs> oh, play as gold dust. They're oh. mostly just sort of run around the ring. <laughs> it's great. No, it is fun. It is fun. Just a little gimp, mate. <laughs> like the one from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gimp yeah. sleeping. <laughs> what were we talking about? What is happening? I don't know, mate. It's descended into carnage. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another suggestion here from Alex on Twitter. Uh, Logan. Logan? Logan. 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 Spell it. L apostrophe. Yep. H-O-G-A-N. <laughs> French film where Terry Jean Bollier tries Bollier. to retire. Okay, so Terry Bollier is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 
So I think what they've done is they've taken the concept of Logan, Logan. and ah, turned it yeah. into Hogan. Getting it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have just called it Hogan and then put that. Exp- I, I was going to say that. that oh, I know, no, an apostrophe. <laughs> it's made it French. Come oh, on, guys. The apostrophe, ma- an apostrophe makes things French. No, the, the L does. Come on. And it's in, in French. It'll be like they treat the H like a vowel, don't they? That's why it's L apostrophe Logan. So we think this could possibly be like a cans entry. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Film it in black and white. Definitely. He's what's Terry Belair up to now? Is he back again? He's court cases, the, right? <laughs> well, that's Same an amazing documentary that probably played at Cannes. To be fair, that, yeah, well, that was actually yeah. it was a great documentary. They're it doing is a, really a, good. a film about it. It's an actual, uh, an actual film. Like dro- a documentary. Do- no, yeah, actual no, film. Do- so documentary is like what, like telly sort of Louis Theroux <laughs> stuff, but a proper <laughs> cinema film. Yeah, with like Do- documentaries are basically podcasts with pictures. Yeah, oh yeah, they that's are. why I love yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, video podcast. Yeah, document. Like, great. Oh, it was a documentary, but it's yeah. going to be a. Film <laughs> like an act- with actors. Oh, that's wow. that would be good. I'll probably oh, see that scripted. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. So the actors like they're not even real people. Oh, I love that, but they're portraying real people. That's great, yeah. and it's much more efficient because a documentary you can't just keep filming, right? Well, yeah, until exactly. good stuff happens. But with a film, you've already planned all the good stuff. Oh man, you can just cut all the naff stuff. Get cut to the get to the real meat of it, which is Hulk Hogan saying naughty things. So Hulk Hogan's videos. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Now, he said on uh, on t- in testimony that that's just that's Hulk Hogan as a character, like you know Hulk Hogan's character, his penis is massive. But Terry Blair in real life, it's not as big. <laughs> it's some, I was going to yeah talk about that the fact that in testimony. To, how much did you want to talk about that? <laughs> my, I, most of these episodes are just an excuse for me to try and wedge in that piece of information that he decided. Don't say wedge that, in. <laughs> that's what he was going to use. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you anyway? No, let's not. No, no. Anyway, I like. Uh, What's he doing now? Uh, he well, he might be coming back to WWE, but I mean, he's not exactly in the good books because no, he said very naughty things, yes. and that's what he got fired for. But he'll eventually come back at some point, and it's a, it's a case of when, not if. Yeah, but at the moment, he just like opens up restaurants, and then they close shortly thereafter because he's not a restaurant owner. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's what he, I think what he wants to do is he wants to reboot uh, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. And so he keeps opening these restaurants and calling up Gordon Ramsay, being like, "Brother, it's not working." <laughs> Hoping that Gordon feel like, "Okay, I'll come over. I'll come and shout at you." Imagine, <laughs> imagine if it's a whole series of Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, and every time he's like, "Oh, f- not you not again! again. <laughs> come on, we just saved your last restaurant." Hogan, you think you're capable of saying terrible things, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what if? Sorry, how much? <laughs> <laughs> what if Hogan came back as a kind of you know new wave French character? <laughs> I'll be into it, mate. I mean, it's not the worst thing he would have done. I mean, saying, saying naughty things on uh, on a sex tape is probably the naughtiest thing he's ever I done. I mean... Or the front of the worst thing he's ever done. I mean, you're, you're setting the bar very low he if wants, you're yeah. going not he the wants, worst thing he said. He once changed his character to Mr. America when he wore, like, a big spa, star-spangled mask, but he still had, like, the Hulk Hogan handlebar thing through. <laughs> and uh, they had a whole segment where Vince McMahon was asking him questions on a lie detector test if he was really Hulk Hogan. And wow. this was a whole. This was, it wasn't on pay per view, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> it did lead to a big match between Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19. Encyclopedic yeah. knowledge. <laughs> I might have got my timelines messed up there, but they definitely did do Mister America, <laughs> and they definitely had a match. What are your What are your favourite kind of weird wrestling gimmicks? Weird wrestling gimmicks. Yeah, so that, like in the 90s, it was very much you are a wrestler and a blank. In fact, at WrestleMania X7. They did a gimmick battle royal where they essentially brought back all of their rubbish gimmicks for one big. Wow, that's quite battle fun. Royal. That is quite fun. It was so fun um, because you had like the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov 
the Bushwhackers, Doink the Clown. You don't even need to tell us what the gimmicks are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Doink the Clown's probably the one that's probably the hardest to to get. (laughs) Tugboat. Not sure of that one. Yeah, don't leave that there. (laughs) Earthquake. Was he ever teamed up with Goldust? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's lots of like really awful wrestling gimmicks. There's a, a gimmick where a guy was a wrestler and a race car driver and he was called Sparky Plug. Nice. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. Not an electrician. <laughs> no, I think they had that sort of left over. There was also the repo man who used to repossess things around the ring. <laughs> what? Yep. But that would suggest, surely if he's a repo man, that would suggest that Vince McMahon's not paying his bills. Yeah, and he just is like, oh, give me a repo man. I had one come around to my house the other day. They're well annoying. <laughs> Make him a heel. He also looks a bit like me. The repo is, man? Yeah, the repo man, yeah. It's a little, like, there's a bit of me in the repo man. I was oh. the big boss man. Who was um, a big boss? Yeah, he, he was from Cop County, Georgia, and he was a former prison guard. And he's coming in to right the wrongs of the WWF. <laughs> Amazing. Man. Should we do ours? I don't think we can come up with stuff as weird as actual WWE do. Should we have a go? Yes. All right. This is it now. We've, okay. we've made it to the uh, the pinnacle of this podcast. <laughs> this there is- was one suggestion that I really liked, which was um, Space Jam, but with Rob Van Dam. But I think the better title would be Rob Van Space Jam. Rob Van Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. Exactly. I mean, it, as puns go, that's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, he actually, says, about to pitch his film. Actually, on the subject of good suggestions, I'd like yeah. to apologise for everyone who's come up with suggestions that we haven't had to read out, because there were so many. So thank you, everyone. Unfortunately, tangents. I, I essentially have like, torpedoed the You've led us on the garden path, really, yeah. yeah. By yeah. just telling stuff away from what we should have really been doing. But what a lesson. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what an education. If we'd done one episode where it was us just quick firing every 20 seconds of film title, it probably wouldn't have been as fun. It, I imagine it would have sounded like a Scotty Too Hotty rap track. <laughs> right, so let's pitch our own film ideas. Um, mine's pretty straight up. I've gone for Baron Corbin. Okay. But politics hasn't worked out for Jeremy. <laughs> and he has decided to become the next superstar wrestler. And it. It seemed like a mad suggestion still until we started talking about the age of some of these wrestlers. Yep. And now it doesn't seem so out there. No, yeah. absolutely not. And look, he is all about pushing forward. Like, he's all about progress. Yeah. Right? He's going to jump straight into that wrestling organisation, if you ask me. So, but what is his gimmick is that he is a baron. I, look, I'll be honest with you. The baron bit, I obviously haven't thought about. The red baron. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, that's a thing. Red baron, that's a... That's not a communist thing, Isn't, is it? No, uh, yes, I think it was a communist thing, yeah. 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 Well, make your own... One of Trump's sons is called Baron, so maybe it's a Hang tag on. team. Oh, 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 yes! We're bringing the yes. political divide together. John, you've pulled me out of the fucking... You've pu- pulled me back there, because I, I had nothing, right? I just literally saw Baron Corbin was a guy, spelt with an I, I thought, swap that for a Y. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably get 15 minutes out of that. Um, I didn't. Trump's coming to visit the UK. He's bringing Baron with him. Jeremy's like, I'm fucking sick of this, right? You know how opposed he is to the Trump visit. He's like, Trump, I'm going to fight you in a wrestling match when you get here at the O2 to decide, you know, who is superior. Trump's like, yeah, I'm up for it. Last minute, chucks his son in there, doesn't he? Because he's too afraid. Donald Trump has had a wrestling match. (laughs) Of course he has. Of course he has. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 24, I'm going to say, maybe 25. Uh, They had the Battle of the Billionaires where... Vince McMahon had a guy as in his place, mm-hmm. and Donald Trump had a guy in his place, and they had a match. 
to see who was the best billionaire. And at the end of it, Stone Cold gave him a stunner. Gave Donald Trump a stunner? Yeah. Amazing. On pay-per-view, people paid for it. Well, yeah. You would, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's to date, or it was for a long time anyway, one of the most successful WrestleManias they've ever done, just because Donald Trump was on the show, and people paid for it just to see the Donald Trump bit. Wow. Yeah. It was incredible. Donald Trump was on TV a lot in on Raw, because he... he uh, it's, an, it's an amazing wrestling story. They did a storyline where Donald Trump bought Monday Night Raw. So it was just a storyline thing. Wow. But WWE... He released a press statement, you know, press release to say Donald Trump has bought Monday Night Raw. Their stock price plummeted because, wow. because all of their investors panicked, thinking yeah. it was real. And the Vince McMahon stepped down and was like, "Well, Donald Trump's never run a wrestling show before," so all of their investors kind of dropped out. And they had to be like, "No, no, it's not. Re- it's a storyline." Wow, um, that's amazing to try and bring the stock price back yeah. up. There you go, Baron Corbin. John, what's your idea? Well, on the subject of Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, the sword in the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Great, lovely stuff. Good. Did st- he tried to become an actor. He did. He did a couple of films. Yeah. Well, yeah. WWE have their own movie studio, don't they? They did. Yeah, and that's where he did most of his films. Well, he did like he did The Expendables and um, mm. oh, Okay, Grown Ups too. He was in that. Oh. He was actually one of the best things in that film. Did yeah. he? Has he done any medieval movies? Mm. Because no, I, I think that's where that's where we're missing. We're missing his real like Texas drawl. Yeah, in a medieval setting. Sword in the Stone is this? That's King Arthur, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see Steve Austin as a King Arthur figure. I'm thinking that the kid has to take the sword out of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That is dark. Whereabouts is it? Well, he. I mean, where, no. Where in Steve Austin <laughs> is the sword? Steve Austin is like in this. He's like a big giant, right? Mm-hmm. He's like a mythical creature giant. Okay. And he's uh, having some bowel issues, mm-hmm. and to help ease out. His lunch. Yeah, he's thought I'll shove a sword up there. Mm. Got stuck. Turns out, that why, why, why was it you got fired from working at <laughs> in that doctor surgery? What, <laughs> what was it you did? I'm sure it worked. I'm sure it would work if someone You're tried sure hard enough. it would You're work. Sure, a sword <laughs> is actually like in a medical professional. Yeah, I mean he is fine. a giant. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a toothpick up his bum. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if you went to see your doctor and be like, oh, I've actually been suffering quite a bit of constipation, <laughs> thinking he's going to suggest, you know, some laxatives. laxatives. Yeah. And he just, from a sheath on his waist belt, just pulls out a bloody scimitar. He's like, drop your trousers. <laughs> I'll sort this hand, don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the John Harris School of Medicine, <laughs> where I also studied thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the kid takes the sword out of Stone Cold. All right, fine, he's a big giant, and he's just in his arm Better. for a yeah. battle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so suddenly there's an extra level of peril. It's not just a kid pulling it out of a stone that no one else can pull out of. You've got to fight a giant to get it. Nice. I like the idea that it's a time travel story, and Ooh. Stone Cold from now gets transported back in time, mm-hmm. and almost like Wizard of Oz crushes Merlin. <gasps> and so Steve Austin then has to become the new Merlin and teach That's King good. Arthur, turn him into a fish... So they can this do the, the fish, bit, mm-hmm. the squirrel, and all that stuff. But it's just Steve Austin, and you know, doing his Steve Austin thing. He'd look great in that pointy hat. Yeah, yeah. I wear no stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the hat stunner. That would be great as well, because part part of the humour could could come from the fact that like he doesn't really remember what happened in King Arthur. He just has a vague idea. And he's yeah. like, okay, I can't, I need, because I've, ch- I've changed history now, I need to do exactly what Merlin did. Yeah. He has to try and remember. I really like that idea. That's easily the best <laughs> idea yeah, we've had. Go. Well done. That's it, that's a wrap. If you were to pick a winner from uh, from the films that we've pitched to you today, which one would... would are you picking, are you talking to me? Jump out at you. Well, I don't, well, don't want to suggest my own one, because that would be, uh, that seems almost too hubris. So but I it was try great. And, so I want to try and think of which one had the best name. And I really did like 
too Scotty, too high. Yeah, hands down. Thank you very much. Dude, love Where's My Car? Because I really like Dude, Where's My Car? That was a good teenage movie for me. Those are coming towards. What was the first one we had again? Now you're saying to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember I that, guys? Oh, so long long ago. Memories. Yeah, yeah, so, uh. long ago. so the world's changed. <laughs> it has changed so much. Yeah, I also really like Now You've Seen Me. I almost, I almost can't pick. Don't. Well, <laughs> as a result, I as a result, um, I have decided that it was the one I came up with. Well done. Sword and Stone called Steve Austin. Thank uh, you. Luke, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're very welcome. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, if people want to check out more of your... Cause despite having imparted a lot of wisdom you've got a lot more to give so much more there's you know it, it's a never ending well mm-hmm. of, uh, wrestle, of wrestling knowledge so where can people uh, kind of find you you can find me on twitter at this is Luke Owen mm-hmm. um, you'll find me posting about wrestling and talking about why The Last Jedi is a brilliant movie and why anyone who hates it is wrong mm-hmm. uh, you'll also find me chatting on there about any other sorts of nonsense uh, we're on YouTube Wrestle Talk. Uh, we do news videos every single day we do the Wrestle Ramble which is where we just talk about uh, wrestling and wrestling shows uh, and that's uh, three times a week it's also available on the podcast wherever podcasts are found awesome cheers mate cheers mate cheers John and we know it's time to go because there is a rat tat tat at the studio door oh this is my booking it's one of my patients let me just get my scimitar out (laughs) hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.